and welcome back. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. And we are back with our special, special COVID-19 edition of the podcast. Amy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. We decided to do this because I've been feeling a lot of questions from authors. They have been confused about what to do, should they keep marketing their books? What's going on with Amazon? Amazon's saying that they're, you know, limiting shipments and we'll sort of debunk that as well. Um, but I, I figured it would be a good idea to, to put, put, pull together a podcast that's divided up into two different segments. So first, we're going to talk about uh, what authors can do. So what you can do just in general during this downtime, just so some good ideas and what you can do. And then in the second part, we're going to, I'm going to offer some, Amy and I are going to offer some ideas on newsjacking. And newsjacking is how you can take your topic and get it out there in the news during such a massive, you know, thing that's going on that is taking, you know, the entire world is involved in this pandemic. And, you know, one of the things that I've heard over and over again is 9-11. So it feels it feels very similar to 9-11. And I think that it's a very natural thing for our minds to find that simil similarity because it brings a certain amount of comfort to us. And we look at that and we think, okay, this is similar to 9-11. We got through that. We'll get through this, right? The differences though with, so when, when I was in business just barely a year when 9-11 hit, 9-11, part of it was because of the act, but also where it was located, which primarily in, in New, obviously in DC also, but primarily in New York, took out a lot of publication dates. So a lot of books, um, it, it became a little bit of a, of a, you know, I mean, everything, everything was up in the air. Publishers were impacted. All of them at that time, almost 20 years ago, were in New York, uh, we were working at that at that juncture because self-publishing was really in its infancy. So we had a lot of traditionally published, the primarily traditionally published books. They moved off of their publication date. Fall is a big time for book, for book launches. Um, there was you know sensitivity considerations for books. So books that had that were you know maybe insensitive to what was going on at the time were pulled and and in some cases never republished so it was a really really it was a difficult time for the country obviously but publishing took a very big hit and one of the things that Amy and I have been talking about that is so different now is that we are you know we're looking at a situation where tv shows have to go on hiatus because of social distancing movies have to go on hiatus because of social dis distancing and people are finding themselves with a lot of downtime and in need of some entertainment. And I love how folks are finding creative ways to, you know, stay entertained and to stay active and books and reading is just, is, is a big, big, big part of that. So that's one of the reasons that I wanted to do this show because I really, for those of you wondering you know, should I not market my book? Should I wait? Man, you gotta get out there. Um, Amy, what 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 are your thoughts? Oh, I 100% agree. I think the really important part about this is that this is also a time for opportunity. And what 
I really want authors to understand just because I get so excited when an author contacts us right now and is, you know, I have my book coming out. This train is already moving. You can tell that these authors are the creative ones. And I think creativity is really going to shine in the coming months. And those authors are going to build their followers and build their reader market so much faster than probably ever before. Yeah. I agree with that too. I think that the authors, and you know, what's really interesting is that you are going to see in the, in, you know, probably eight months from now, maybe in the fall, you're going to start to see a lot of books emerging on, you know, thrillers written about pandemics and, you know, different kinds of things that authors who are writing genre fiction are cooking up right now um, in, you know, during their quarantine life. So there is a big element of escapism. And one of the reasons that we wanted to talk about newsjacking in this podcast is also because very much like when 9-11 hit, there is the news media is looking for stories. So yes, there's a lot of stuff coming out of the White House. There's a lot of stuff coming out of the CDC, but the news media is looking for stories. So we're going to talk a little bit about that um, in, uh, in the second half of this podcast, just to kind of give you some ideas about how you can, um, how you can kind of newsjack this. So Amy, why don't you start? Because I know you, had a, you sent me a whole bunch of really great ideas in terms of what authors can be doing right now to keep their book, keep the momentum out there, even if they have events that have been canceled all over the place. Yes. And Penny, I know that you have said this numerous times already on your social and on our blog. Um, Video is going to be really important right now, Mm -hmm. Um, especially with social distancing, that that face-to-face connection that we can still get through video, I think is going to be more important than ever before. Um, that's easiest to do on social media. So I know some authors listening right now are probably groaning. They've managed to put off the whole social media thing until now, but really if you ever needed like a green light to really jump on social, um, now is the time. Uh, we talked about creativity, how creative authors are really going to shine right now. Um, and we have done a lot of pieces on creating bonus content Uh, ideas for giveaways, special promotions, things like that. Mm -hmm. I think keeping things really light and fun and unexpected are also going to really grab people's attention right now more than ever before. Um, These little touches that let people escape a little bit, uh, I think are really going to give them a way to focus their attention. And you've got a captive audience at that point. Um, Social media can seem like a lot of work, but we've really... I know we've helped a lot of our clients figure out really positive ways to focus their attention. And when you kind of narrow down what really works for you, social media is not quite the beast, you know, that a lot of people think that it is. Right, exactly. And we've done a couple of shows already on that. And I know that we're, we're kind of going to be dropping this special COVID-19 episode in, in the middle of uh, the first four episodes. But one of the things that I also, I think social media is great. Find, you know, find just even just one site that you feel comfortable with. But I want to take this back to the videos because I sent you a link, Amy, the other day about all these people. So there are, you know, these amazing Broadway performers that are doing Broadway shows on YouTube. Art teachers are teaching art. They're giving free classes. This is a really good opportunity for you to talk to, because you know, putting it on social media is great, but also put it up on YouTube, right? 
this is a really good opportunity for you to talk to your readers and, and just kind of introduce your topic. If you've written fiction, you can talk about, you know, you can talk about the backstory. Maybe if you have a book trailer, introduce your characters. If you have nonfiction, obviously that makes it a little bit easier. You can, you know, you can teach people. But YouTube is a big thing. The other thing that I really want to encourage folks listening to do is go through your to-do list, the list that you have sitting around, update your Amazon Author Central page, update your book page, start going through some of the blog posts on our site, which we have, um, and start to uh, get through that to-do list. And by the time we emerge from this, which we'll, you know, you'll be so busy that you won't even notice the next however many, you know, days of quarantine, of self-quarantine that you're having to do, and your, your book will emerge and you'll be ready, you know, you'll be ready to go. So going through that, maybe even doing a Goodreads giveaway. You know, what's interesting, Amy, is I've been getting a lot of emails from very savvy authors saying, here is a great, you know, here's a great way to learn X, Y, Z, or how about you escape in my, you know, thriller series or romance series or something. They're really realizing that readers are looking for something. And now is a great time to, you know, to get out there. So I think that, you know, whatever you feel that you can do on a daily basis, if you're working from home and, um, or if you're, you know, you've got a lot going on or whatever it is that, that, that you're doing with your downtime to get your book out there. I totally agree. That to-do list, that's a very good mention, Penny, because a lot of times life gets in the way, Right. But now that we are actually being asked to stay home, asked to hunker down, like this is a perfect time to get caught up on that to-do list. And I think a lot of authors will really see a lot of positive movement in not only their exposure, but their engagement, you know, even their book sales, if they really put in the effort. And it'll kind of be that light bulb moment where like, oh, this is what they've been telling me to do for so long. And it really does work, you know? This is kind of that like one last push. Like if you were waiting for one more push, you know, one more sign from the universe to get that to-do list done, now is the time. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I I think that um, you may even want, maybe even put up a blog post with a suggested reading list and, and work with other similar authors in your genre to recommend each other's books back and forth and share those on social media. So start kind of an, you know, an, an, an informal kind of partnership with other similar authors in your genre and use the power of your collective force to get out there um, and to share, you know, their books with your readers and your books with their readers. And that kind of cross promotion is something that, you know, frankly, we all have the time for right now. We all have a lot of extra time in our hands with everything, you know, with pretty much the entire country shut down. The other thing that I want to mention too, I just got off the phone with an author who wrote a book about courage and about facing things that you're afraid of, which I thought was brilliant timing to be promoting that. But I said to her, you know, there's nothing wrong or inappropriate about changing up your book description to speak to to what people are facing now. So if this pandemic is, you know, got you worried or got you down, and I know a lot of people that are really struggling right now. Um, this, you know, this book can help you in X, Y, Z ways. If your book has some kind of tether to that, to this, you know, what's going on in the world right now, 
there's no reason at all that you can't um, mention that in your book description. I mean, Amy, would you agree? Oh, yeah. I think that's, we've been doing that for a lot of our clients. We've been really, we took a second and really helped them kind of refocus their book descriptions, what we were sending off. And I think that, um, you know, the other piece of this is, is that if you can, the more that you can stack your, continue to stack your promotion on top of, um, you know, everything else that you're doing, even if you're only working on two or three different things a week to get out there, it's probably more than you had time for previously. So Amy, with that, let's segue into um, the newsjacking portion of it. Sound good? Yes, perfect. Okay. So I was talking to an author the other day and we were talking about their book and how we were going to pitch them for marketing. And we were just, he said, you know, he said to me, he said, I I really, uh, I wonder if there's anything that we can tie to with the coronavirus. And absolutely, there are so many different angles. So one of the things to know is that the news media is always, always looking for stories. And if you're uh, have not pitched your local media, I really recommend that. Doing a local spin on a nationally um, on a national topic that is that is obsessing all of the news outlets right now is a great way to get some local media. Um, I'm thinking about things like and and these are not that dissimilar topics from you know 9/11, for example, mental health and watching too much news. Um, some a topic called compassion fatigue, where um, watching all of this is actually not just stresses you out, but also makes you really tired, right? Um, why people hoard? I could we could get off on a tangent, Amy, talking about toilet paper hoarding and whatever, but <laughs> that would be for another time. How to stay positive in the middle of all of this stuff? You know, talking about how kind people are being and how we can come together. Um, ideas for staycation. So it's spring break, right? And we we see a lot of these, you know, kids are home. And Amy, I know you have little ones home. And what can you do if you can't really do anything? Like where can you know where can you go? What are the long term ramifications economically um, or emotionally or politically? What are the long term ramifications of this kind of a pandemic? Um, and the other angle that I'm seeing a lot of is comparisons. I realize it's very, very different, but comparisons to World War II in that, you know, I saw a meme, actually, Amy, you, you shared it with me. You know, in World War II, we were sending these young kids really to war, and now we're just being asked to sit on our couches and be heroes and watch Netflix and stay at home. And so there are so many different aspects. And if your book, and this is, I got to tell you, for fiction or nonfiction, right, if your book touches on any of these things, um, creating, putting, put together a pitch, kind of experiment with that, put together a pitch and see if you can get some, maybe you just want to start, you know, doing something locally, give good content, come up with, you know, three ways to stay positive or why are people hoarding? Here are the two, here are the three top reasons why people are hoarding and how maybe you could encourage a neighbor to stop buying all that toilet paper or whatever it is that you're seeing happening, right? I love that um, you worked that in. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I like, you know, he, talk about- He is a pro. <laughs> yeah, 
like, you know, um, and, and in particular, like I said, the ideas for staycations and Amy, you, with you having two little ones at home, um, yeah. out of school, right. You yes. must be looking for all kinds of ideas to keep them. It's so true. You know, it, it's fun for the first couple days. <laughs> I'll be totally <laughs> honest. And, you know, not just, um, not just school closures, but, you know, it's, it's um, spring break right now. And Penny, you've done a number of pieces that talk about taking advantage of changes in season and changes in holidays and always finding that angle. So, you know, if you didn't have something planned for spring break, tisk tisk. but look, now you've doubled up on it. It's spring break forever, um, apparently. Right. And so if you've written a children's or a young adult book, and Penny, you mentioned the, uh, the local angle. So that's really important here. You know, there's kind of an obvious connection because kids need to stay busy. But so pitch your local media, let them know that, you know, this is a local author. Kids need to be kept busy. You also have the education angle in there. That's just kind of obvious when it comes to reading and keeping that going. Um, a lot of communities have parent groups. I belong to one on Facebook. So if I was an author, I'd definitely be getting a hold of these parent groups. And if you're comfortable on video, you should be comfortable on video is kind of the underlying message there. <laughs> you know, get prepared to do an author event or a reading with the kiddos. I, I did an event online with a parent group that I belong to. And I will tell you right now, it didn't start smoothly and that's okay. Everybody was super understanding and it ended up being a really fabulous experience with my kid. Um, you know, if you've written for health or wellness or a cookbook, again, think about the family element. Think about being stuck at home. So if you've done this, you know, hit on these topics about staying healthy in any format, or if you've done a cooking one, think how you can incorporate multiple people into, you know, taking advantage of what you know. You know, maybe it's a family activity to stay healthy Maybe it's some great recipe ideas, you know, that you can do as a family, you know, as a parent, I would really appreciate that right now. Because again, you want to think like, oh, it's hard to compete because there's already so many ideas out there. But, you know, I'm already kind of numb. Like, I just want people to feed me ideas at this point, pun intended, you know, so don't, don't stress about the competition element of it. If somebody gives me a good idea, I'm jumping all over that right now because, I don't have time to go digging for stuff. So put it right in front of my face. And then the last piece I was also thinking, you know, a lot of fiction authors are probably thinking like, well, wait, I write fiction. Like I don't, right. you know, I don't have a workout or a recipe or, you know, um, but it, there are so many book clubs. I belong to a book club locally and we've already agreed that we're going to do our event online this month. You know, we're going to do an online event and discuss the book and we're going to keep on keeping on. So if you write fiction, you know, get a hold of your local book clubs. Um, there's a lot of them on Facebook and I think you can definitely find them on meetup.com also if that's available in your area. So if you haven't done book club pitching in the past, now is a really good time because everybody, again, it's all, we're all kind of like forced to do the same thing right now. So that element of I'm available, I can do a reading, I can chat with you all is going to be really meaningful. Well, and there again, you know, I think that that also, if you are a fiction author and you want to pitch that as a local, you know, a local news idea, I mean, announce that you're doing a signing and you're doing it on meetup. Um, you're doing a, you know, you can do virtual signings, which I'll talk to you about in just a second, but you could do a 
virtual author event. And I think the news media would be really interested in that because yes, there's a lot of noise out there, but they are always, always, always looking for news spins. And again, especially in particular with regional media, um, they're going to be looking for some unique things that people are doing to stay busy and to stay working and to keep keeping the good vibes out there. If you want to do a virtual book signing, here's kind of a really fun idea. You can, um, for everybody that purchases a copy of your book, have them forward over the, um, have them forward over the receipt from Amazon, which remind me, Amy, I want to talk about the whole Amazon thing on this call too, just quickly, have them forward the receipt to you. And then you can actually mail them a book plate with your, you know, with your signature, ask them how they want, you know, who they want the book made out to, et cetera. I've done that. I, even before this, we've done that with authors where they're doing a virtual event and, um, they're, you know, signing book plates and mailing them out to the people who were able to attend. It's a really, it can be a really, really fun thing to do. And Meetup, I think Meetup Church is six bucks a month or something. So if you want to do it, if, you know, if, if you want to set that up and, and invite some of the other authors that you are partnering with to do book recommendations to get on Meetup and do a virtual author event, I think it would be a fabulous idea. Um, and before we close out, I want to just talk quickly about, I know there's a lot of confusion around Amazon. Amazon has said that they want to um, preserve their warehouse space for much needed items. I totally get that. Totally, completely think that's a great idea. They are not not shipping print books, right? So they're still, they're just going to be reducing the amount of books that they have on hand. So typically, at Amazon, I've dealt with Amazon directly. This was a number of years ago, but I've dealt with them directly in terms of shipping the books. So normally if they ask you for, let's say 25 books to have on hand, they may only ask for five. So what they're doing is they're filling as needed for these books and not necessarily taking up space in their warehouse, which I frankly think is really smart because we all have to change a little bit the things that we're doing um, to make this work for everybody and to get out of this pandemic. Um, as quickly as we all possibly can. So Amy, thank you so much for taking some time to do this quick show. I don't know if we were quick because we always say, oh, we're going to keep it really short. <laughs> and, then we, and then there's always so much to talk about. But thank you so much for being on the show with me. Yes, I appreciate this so much. I hope we hear from some of you. We'd love to hear your ideas. If you're doing an event, a virtual event, please tag Penny on social media. We would love to see it. We would love to see what you're up to. So please keep us informed. Yes. Show us your virtual promotion. We'll put that in the show notes. We're also going to put some other links in the show notes too. Uh, one is about, um, you know, uh, bookstores and we're doing, there's some fundraisers going on for bookstores as well. Independent bookstores, which are having to close that you may want to get involved in and, and helping out is always a really good thing, especially during a time like we have now. So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you all stay well, stay healthy, and don't forget to wash your hands. This is Penny Sansberry and Amy Cornell. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.